If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. It is August 23rd, 2023, the official last day of the public practices at One Jets Drive. Uh, we are here to talk about Hard Knocks episode three. We are here to talk about Corey Davis retiring after the last final practice. We're here to talk about Aaron Rodgers and Justin Hardy, uh, and CJ Uzama, uh, and Michael Clemens, all staying after practice for 30, 45 minutes just to sign autographs. We're here to talk about the Jets players being hyped last week about playing in the final dress rehearsal in week four against the Jets Giants. All that hoopla was literally just made up, which is hilarious. We'll get into all that. And of course, the 53-man roster. Because since the, now that the Corey Davis thing is here, now that Dwayne Brown is, is, is practicing again, we have some, uh, some topics to discuss. Before we get into all that, Greg, what's up, man? What, what are your – how are you feeling, man? How are you feeling with 19 days left until week one for the Jets? Uh, we got, you know, what is it, 15 days earlier for uh, the beginning of the actual season. We got yeah. week zero college football. Go check out Winning Picks Weekly if you're on YouTube. It's on the same playlist uh, at Winning P Weekly. What up, Greg? Well, how you feeling, man? Yeah, I feel great. Ready to go. Very excited for the season. Um, a little sad about Corey Davis um, and his retirement. I mean, I hope everything's okay with him and whatever he's been tending to with the, the personal time. I hope whatever it is gets settled and he's okay. His family's okay. Um, Robert Salas said in his, you know, post game today, the door's always open for him. He's always welcome back. Seemed like an incredible guy to have in the locker room, incredible guy to mentor some of our young talent and kind of show them the right way of doing it. Um, so, you know, besides that news today, that was kind of tough of a gut blow. Cause you assume something more than football is going on with him um, and his life. I mean, know. it's, it's a good place to start because what honestly uh, being at training camp today, the vibes were honestly immaculate. I know that Brunson uh, from the Knicks started that phrase, but it, it's been really apparent at the Jets training camp for the most part. We have the often the schism of the offensive line. We'll get into that. Uh, but today the vibes were honestly immaculate. And again, uh, I mentioned the players that everybody wants to see. Like if you could see the faces uh, or hear the comments of people walking back like to the buses with Aaron Rodgers signed 
gear. I mean, it was unbelievable. It was literally like they met Jesus. It was crazy, dude. Those they were like like people are like they won't even touch the football. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, dads making kids to take off their jerseys. Like it was so funny. Uh, and, and everyone was just such in a good mood. And literally before we got to our cars from the buses, we get the Corey Davis news uh, on our phones almost all simultaneously. And you know, it's been it's been weird. It was really weird for me because he was just on the last episode of Hard Knocks or One Jet's Drive. I can't really <laughs> differentiate yeah. in my brain anymore. Uh, but he was there, and I was like, "Okay, Corey Davis is coming back. We haven't seen him practice, but he's there. He's he's talking, right?" He's so the retirement news was a shocker. Now, however, Greg, if you would have told me that Corey Davis is retiring. You know, at the end of last season or in the beginning of this off season, I wouldn't have been surprised at all. I would be zero percent shocked, and the depth, you know, the depth chart wouldn't really hurt me either. I feel like we're a, a little bit overreacting. So first and foremost, of course, you know, uh, ho- hopefully he's okay. Hopefully his family's good. Hopefully this wasn't you know a rash decision. Hopefully he just wanted to stop playing football. You know, yep. kind of like Vontae Davis type deal. Uh, and, and, you know, just that's it. He calls it a day and, and wa- wants to walk off on his own accord. But when it comes to the Jets side of things, right, I mean, it's impossible to not start thinking, oh, no, we're one injury away, which Lazard got injured today at practice. We still don't know the extent of that, right? So yep. are, are we even here? Are we, are we currently here where it's just Garrett Wilson and friends, right? Because, <laughs> you know, Elijah Moore, of course, you know, is gone. Denzel Mims you know, traded and then cut. We can't even get the conditional six uh, from him, from the Lions. So it's really just Garrett Wilson, Nicole Hardman, Randall Cobb, who has been active in training camp and active, you know, uh, and, and talking to the team and honestly in friends, all right, Jason Brownlee, Irvin Charles, you know, the same old people that are usually hanging out at the end of our depth chart, Malik Taylor. Yeah. And then we have Gibson. Guy, Xavier Gibson and uh, B Rabbit himself. Jerome mm-hmm. also came out and was signing autographs today. Uh, everybody, uh, everybody was was having good vibes. What are your what are your initial thoughts on on the wide receiver depth chart? And do you think we're a little overreacting? And do you think this Lazard injury is really a thing to keep an eye on? I don't think we're overreacting. I think that going into the season, you know, I think I've been kind of a little hard on Corey Davis. I, I think rightfully so. Um, over the last year or two that he's been with the Jets, it just He's an incredible wide receiver, too. He's an incredible. He's an elite wide receiver, three. So going to the season, I was like, okay, we got Garrett Wilson, one. Alan Lazard and hit, and Corey Davis can figure out the, you know, two, three, however that shakes out with, you know, touchdowns, receptions, all that stuff, yards, I'm okay with. The problem is that Alan Lazard gets hurt. Like, as someone who has him in Dynasty, as someone who's drafted in Fantasy, I can tell you, that he gets hurt and he misses multiple weeks and he misses times throughout the season. He'll miss two weeks here and then he'll miss two weeks there. So, you know, it's not one thing with him. It's not one issue that's giving him a problem. It's multiple things throughout the course of a season. He hasn't really been able to stay super healthy, you know, his whole entire career. Even if he plays, he plays through injuries. He's always questionable on, on fantasy. So hmm. it's tough. It's tough because Corey Davis... I feel like would have been an exceptional wide receiver too. What helped him get paid big bucks is that he was wide receiver two in Tennessee when AJ Brown came onto the scene and he was able to have a fantastic season. And then we were able to pay him because of his production. 
I was expecting a return to that because the last year or two is have not lived up to the hype that we saw in that one flash in you know in Tennessee. So I think the wide receiver room is is in trouble. I think we need to make another signing. I think we have to try to make something happen. Um, I don't think it's going to be anything big or anything crazy at this point, but I think we're going to sign someone that's out on the waiver wire somewhere, try to trade a, you know, a six or seventh round pick for someone or see who gets cut on these cut downs. Cause you know, the whole league's about to cut down to 53. So I think we've got to make some moves. I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not panicked, but I'm also not, pa- not panicked. If that makes sense. <laughs> okay. So you're not really sure how to feel right now. I mean, yeah, I, I don't. I think. I think if we sit back and just say, "Oh, everything's okay. It's nothing to panic about." It's going to become a problem this season. Okay. I mean, the the good news is, I, I even if Corey Davis did retire, you know, the the, the first day of the off season, I don't think that we would have did anything different when it comes to the wide receiver room, right? Like we signed Randall Cobb, who's Aaron Rodgers' friend. We got McCole Hardman, and we got Alan Lazard. You know, like we got three solid guys that we put on the roster and we have Garrett Wilson coming and we have four pretty decent tight ends. And I want to talk about the tight ends on the back end here. Uh, We got Dalvin Cook. We have Brees Hall. We have Michael Carter today who did motion out to the to to the wide out. And he does like to catch under and he has been pretty fast. Uh, He he has he he gets a lot of third down balls from Aaron Rodgers in practice. I don't know if it means anything. Uh, yep. But this is what I've been observing. I wonder if we're going to be using them in the backfield. And it looks like at this point, especially with Corey Davis not being on the 53, it opens it up for Nick Bowden, the, the fullback. I think he, he's been getting into a lot of plays as well, an extra protection. I don't think we're really going to be dying to get four receiver to be in four receiver sets. I honestly don't. Yeah. I, I don't think that's how we're going to be playing. So is it, is it the best wide receiver core there is? No. But Corey Davis now does give us $10.5 million by retiring. That sure. In addition to what Aaron Rodgers gave us, right, where we spent a little for Dalvin Cook, the Jets have some money, probably around like 16 mil. Yeah. I know we can't trade a first or a second at the moment because that's kind of landlocked with the conditional, right, with Aaron Rodgers. So the best we can do is give up a third. I don't think a major trade is coming as of now. However, Jets fans, uh, if you weren't already rooting against the Raiders and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this season, a la Devontae Adams and Mike Evans, you the, the best thing you can do is hope that they lose every single game. And before you say I sound like a crazy fan, I, I was saying the same exact thing last November when it came to Green Bay. I said, yeah. they need to start losing because I want either Jordan Love or Aaron Rodgers. Something has to give. Jordan Love's on his last year of the contract. Aaron Rodgers is getting, you know, to be stale in Green Bay. I knew something was going to change there. We needed them to lose. If they were winning, God forbid, if they won, if they got into the playoffs and won games, who knows if Aaron Rodgers would have actually left. Sure. And I think that's the same case here with Tampa, with Mike Evans and Baker Mayfield. We need Tampa to start losing. We need Mike Evans to be frustrated. And the same thing with Devontae Adams. We need Devontae Adams to be frustrated with the staff. We need to be frustrated with Jimmy Garoppolo. And we need one of them to ask for a trade. I looked at the contracts. They're both very doable. I I personally believe that Mike Evans would cost more. But honestly, both can get pretty good deals. I think a third-round pick would get either of those wide receivers to this team. Uh, I I, I think like 
uh, I think that's like a trade deadline move. Exactly. But they have yeah. to be losing. Like they have to yeah. be selling. That's the, that, that, that's the whole idea. So I agree for now when the, for the season starts for the first six weeks of this season, which feels like that's the entire season to me right now, <laughs> the first six weeks and then the bye. That's all. I, I literally cannot think one week past that. The only wide receivers on the market that are, I, I believe, even Ooh. worth mentioning I pulled are, it up. I want to hear it. Some tough names. Uh, <laughs> we got Kenny Galladay. We got Julio Jones. We got Sammy Watkins. I mean, my personal favorite, we got Jarvis Landry. Yep. We got T.Y. Hilton in the mix if, you know, if they really wanted to. I, I'm pretty sure that's it. I don't see Kiki Cutie coming. Yeah, I don't think Callaway's coming over. Jeff Smith. I mean, I don't see a reason to bring Jeff Smith at the back end of Brownlee. <laughs> the return. I'm coming home for Jeff Smith. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if any of these guys are really going to uh, move the needle here in any way. Write that down though, as as a as a content idea. Do the Carmelo video with bro, with his face with Jeff Smith's face over it. It's, it's gonna be home. done. Or I mean, Andre Roberts is there too. Thirty five yeah. Andre Roberts. <laughs> yep. I I don't think I think he cursed out the Jets and uh, Jets fans uh, quite <laughs> enough. Uh, after after he left, but yo, I was talking about the tight ends, uh, yeah. and we uh, we mentioned a little bit about oh, real how- quick. Just, let's just let's just wrap up. Let's wrap up wide receivers. So Garrett Wilson, Miko Hardman, Alazard, Randall Cobb, definitely making. That's four. Are you running with six wide receivers? And if so, who are the other two that you're bringing along with you? Are you just running five? So I'm putting Xavier Gibson just because of his special teams. I'm putting him on there. Okay. And then I'm holding a spot. So if we're going to do this today, if we're going to go kind of do a little casual 53 here. Yeah. For me, give me, give me five and then give me, give me like a, a plus one holder. Uh, whether that's going to be a B rabbit cat, whether that's going to be Jason Brownlee, uh, I don't think Malik Taylor or Irvin Charles are making it, so it's okay. kind of a kind of, I'm kind of, give me like a, a bubble spot right now for Brownlee and Cat. Right, maybe practice squad. Right, one of them is going to be in the practice squad, yep. and if I and or or maybe two if I don't if I don't have any more room on the fifty three. What do you got? Okay. There? No, I got the same the same exact thing as you. I th- I think Brownlee, um, Gibson makes sense, and I had Brownlee. I had Cap on the practice squad. But I kind of like your idea of maybe Brownlee and Cap on the practice squad, and that frees up a spot for another. We'll talk about tight end, maybe a fullback for protection that you talked about. You know, kind of gives you a little flexibility there. Only running five to start the season. Because to it your point, I don't think though, I don't think we're running a lot of four wide receiver sets. So it gets interesting though, Greg, because we did pay a lot for Brownlee. Uh, I, I don't think they want to risk the biscuit to to put him on the practice squad. So that becomes part of the question mark. Right, yep. if another team is going to scoop him, especially as he's been getting a little hype. That's the that's the bad part about all these films, right? Like oh, Brownlee is getting hype. Everybody knows about Jason freaking Brownlee, right? Yep. From other teams, nobody, I don't know a, a seventh wide receiver or sixth wide receiver on any team, right? But people know him because of the publicity. Yep. Talking about the tight ends though and, and pass catchers, one thing I did notice today in camp is they were featured a lot, right? Michael Carter was featured again. The offensive line was back. And the tight ends all got a shot. Rucker made a play and then had his hand on the ball, couldn't couldn't make it. Uh, mm-hmm. Uzama dropped an easy one. Conklin made a nice catch and run. Koontz dropped it. 
the tight the, the Aaron Rodgers loves those tight ends, man. Pause. And <laughs> I, I really think that this is going to be a big part of the offense. And, and to me, it's more important than the wide receiver. Right now, I got I got Conklin as the one in there. Yep. I I I, I believe on the back end, uh, Yaboa did the Jets a favor by getting his hamstring injured, so he's probably going to start. Uh, you know, the league, the year on uh on IR for a little bit. We'll see what happens, but it it can't be. Uh, it, it's a little complicated, but yeah, the first the first time IR, so he could still come back. Right, I'm pretty yep. sure that rule still stands that way, but he's definitely not going to be on the 53. Uzama obviously going to make it veteran. Are you carrying three, or are you going to carry four? Three. So you're going to carry Rockard in there and put uh, Kunz on the practice squad. Practice squad. Yeah. Okay. I hope he just doesn't get taken. That'd be really frustrating. It would be, but he, dude, he is so raw. He hasn't shown me anything special at this point. There's so much to learn. They talk about tight end being one of the hardest positions to like learn at the NFL level. You have to learn all your passing assignments, all your blocking assignments. Like you're learning kind of like two different positions. There's a lot to learn there. Jeremy Ruckers ahead of you had a phenomenal career at Ohio State. Hometown boy. Didn't do too much this year. Everyone's kind of expecting him to stay up. So... You know, I think Coons, I want to keep him. He's obviously a physical freak. Greg, he's huge. Greg, it's not, gonna make, it's not gonna make or break our season if he's or our team if he's picked up by someone. He is an absolute freak. Dude, he's standing in front of me. He is huge, man. And <laughs> yeah. his neck is enormous. He is <laughs> yeah. he is just a, he's a freak of nature. Like I, I would actually be upset about losing him. I I would like for him to be around. I don't know if I'm using one of the fifty-three. Uh, but he's another no. penciled in. Like I'm keeping three right now, but a pl- I got a plus one right now uh, for Zach. If we if we have a spot for him, yeah. Uh, we didn't touch on the offensive line here, but since we are talking about the 53, that's going to be the really uh, the most complicated, in my opinion, uh, especially when it comes to the offense, because I think Bowden's going to make it for the fullback. I think Aaron and Zach are going to be on there, and Boyle's going to be the emergency QB. Yep. So it's not a, it's not a spot. The running backs, I, I I believe, kind of worked itself out because of the Izzy injury. Again, I yep. think it's it's going to be easy for them to to put them on injury uh, on the injury list and then run three and put Knight on the practice, practice squad. squad. So Brees, Cook, Carter, and then hopefully Knight doesn't go anywhere. Uh, and then just like take that risk oh, with Travis Die, like both of them just chilling there. Yeah. Then the offensive line gets interesting, right? Because you got. We got our starting lineup, Greg. We have a starting lineup. We got Dwayne Brown. We got Tomlinson. We got McGovern. And we got Vera Tucker next to our big boy, the big ticket, number 77. All right? Behind them. He's the best. I just hope he stays healthy. He's awesome, man. He was. He's. He moves everyone around. It, it's, Dude, he's it, so good. And he's great on Twitter. Like, he's just funny. He's got good gifts. Like, he's just moving <laughs> people. He's stomping people into the ground. Just stay healthy, Makai, please. He's a yeah. He's a good dude. Do what you gotta and do. It gets complicated, big, big right? It's a great nickname too. Sorry, last big ticket's just a great nickname too. I agree. I agree with all uh, that. So we got Max Mitchell. He's gonna make the team. Yeah. Uh, what we got? Wes Schweitzer. He's gonna make the team. We got Billy Turner. He's gonna make the team. 
I don't know what's going on with Tittman. I think he has to be around, but we'll see if the in, if this injury is real. Do we keep Carter Warren, the rookie? Do we keep another guard, or do we just kind of have West being the you know two of the guards? Like I don't I don't really know how they play. Like do we keep Adam Pankey? I, I, I don't I really don't know. Uh, Hermans is destined for the practice squad. That I do know <laughs> because he's yes. listed the practice squad. Yeah. So I, I I'm not. I'm not really sure how many guards we're going to carry there. So that that's that's the question mark of the 53 for me. I'll um I'll make I'll, I'll post like the official in, in in writing so it's easier to see, but it's getting it's getting kind of easier to trim the fat especially with the injuries on the offensive side of the ball. Yeah, I think the offense is shaping up pretty good. I think it's it's getting clearer and clearer as we get closer to this uh week 1. This is the smell of the leftover tuna fish sandwich you left in your lunchbox over the weekend in a wimpy trash bag. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy! Blech! And this is the smell of that same sandwich in a hefty, ultra-strong trash bag. Hefty, hefty, hefty! Ah, <sighs> smell the difference? Hefty Ultra Strong has Arm & Hammer with continuous odor control, so no matter what's inside your trash... Hmm. You can stay one step ahead of Stinky. And for bigger jobs, try the superior strength of hefty large black bags. All right, so let's talk about the offense. Let's talk about week four preseason, right? We That's coming up right around the corner. It's our last yeah. game. Slash, it's our first game, Greg. Uh, and <laughs> yeah. and, and I, I've been really excited about the, the, the little tidbits that we've been shown with Aaron Rodgers getting into Salah's face and kind of asking to play. Gardner kind of asking to play. And that was during the game, during the Tampa Bay game. So it's yeah, a little bit different. Game, yeah. And and at that same time, we're having this rhetoric, right? Even by, you know, friends of the show, Connor Rogers, people that we like read it and respect their opinion, saying that they think it's a bad idea that Aaron Rodgers plays this game, right? And we're all having the visions of Sanchez getting hurt against uh, the Giants in the preseason game. We're having, you know, flashbacks of Zach Wilson, who honestly, thank God he didn't get injured on that run. But that looked exactly I know. Like he starts running again the preseason. I'm like, dude, how many times are we going to do this? How many <laughs> exactly. seasons in a row are we going to do this, Zach? So we're not learning, right? So I, I see why everyone was a little hesitant about it. But I'm glad that the players really do want to play. What are your yeah. thoughts on the Jets playing? What do you want to see from them, and how long do you think they're going to play? I think I, I think Aaron Rodgers plays a series, maybe two, and we're good to go. I think if you listen to, I don't know, it was Julian Edelman was talking about the preseason and about how you know getting like live game reps is important, but also getting your like routine down for a game day is important, like eating at a certain time, drinking at a certain time getting taped up at a certain time, so you feel 100% good to go. So I, I think that's important. I think when you don't do any of that all preseason long, you know, it could be a little shaky week one. So I think it's good to have these guys go through their game day routine. I don't know if it we're home or away at the Giants for this preseason game, but we're home. So it's, you know, you're used to what you're doing. Um, you know where you got to go. You know who you got to see. You know what you got to do. So... I think it's good. I think Rodgers plays, like I said, a series or two. I think maybe the rest of the starters maybe play a quarter at most. But, you know, I don't think we're trying to kill the Giants by any means. It seems like Salah wants to win all these games, which I love. I've been loving seeing that from uh, either Hard Knocks or One Jets Drive. Just a competitive fire. Every game matters. Every opportunity matters 
I think according to uh, CJ Mosley, when he was like breaking down one of the huddles or after the game or whatever pregame, I loved hearing that. Like, no one's bigger than the opportunity. Take the opportunity and seize it, no matter who you are, whether you're starter, practice squad guy, it's great. So, you know, these starters that are playing this week for the first time obviously are making the squad, obviously are starting for this team. But there's still some, a little bit of a pecking order here on who's going to do exactly what, you know, in which position. So take the opportunity, whether it's a quarter or a series, and make it something interesting. I think it's going to be great to see Aaron Rodgers, obviously, out there for the first time. It's going to be incredible. Yeah, and I love that it's at MetLife. I don't care if it's home or away, like you said. <laughs> yeah. But I think it's going to be more than a series. And I kind of believe, like, at what point do we have to start believing Coach Sala? Like, yeah. he, said, he said that not only are they going to play, but he wants them to get in the rhythm of, like, getting off the field, getting back on the field. He actually made it seem like he's going to go into halftime and wants them to come out a series after halftime. Yeah. That, I mean, that would be a lot, <laughs> if, if you ask me. But I wouldn't hate it. I would, I would like for the Jets to play a whole entire half and then a quarter, but I, don't, I only see it really being the first quarter. Maybe come out for a series in the second quarter and call it a day, but I don't see them, I don't see them making it till half. What I do want to see is the defense. Man, oh, man, Greg, I feel like I'm yeah. in deja vu watching training camp. Dude, if anybody has to think twice about – how to attack this Jets defense, they should be fired. It is so easy to figure out that you just go underneath or go to your tight end or line up one of your best receivers, whether that could be a tight end or a running back or a receiver on the linebackers. I mean, they're doing, they're doing that in, in their regular old practices. Uh, yeah. This is, this is going to be how we're attacked from game to game, man. And, the upfront better better be absolute bowling balls. Like Carlson better come back as a speed demon. Like McDonald better pick it up. Today he wasn't so great. Quentin Williams better stay as a beast. Franklin Myers better pick it up. Because and Jermaine Johnson better hit it off the edge. Bryce Huff was unbelievable today. Right? Michael Tenzel Smart had that little piece on hard knocks the other day. So he's becoming yeah, a cool. fan favorite. Yo, they have to get to the quarterback quick, or they have to get to that running back quick because, man, the underneath stuff, if, especially if people are rushing because they know the line is coming at them, people are going to eat yards on us, man. They're gonna, there's going to be a lot of third and shorts on the Jets. And the, the safety, the, like the secondary is elite at this point. Honestly, they are elite. Yo, Tony Adams dropped a catch. Uh, and they they all made fun of him for plays. He kept asking for another one. Like they are, they are perfectionists in in the secondary. Uh, Ashton Davis. Every time he does anything in practice, the coaches get so hyped. He does every drill correctly. He's killing it. I, I mean, I, I really feel like the secondary is going to be really, really, really good. The linebackers are so weak, Greg. So I don't know who's going to be making it from the fifty three on the back end there. Um. Zaire Barnes, they seem to like as well. So he probably he's definitely going to be there, in my opinion. I don't know. Is Chasserat going to be there? Is uh, Nick Vigil going to be there? Is that guy 52? He was getting in on a lot of stuff today. Um, question about Jimmy Moreland. I don't know why he's number 33. I wanted to ask him, but I didn't want it to be like fighting words. Like, did no one tell him that he's not 33 anymore? So I don't really know uh, what's, what's going on there. Yo... Bax VR, we feel you, man. Uh, we are we are uh, talking about how sad, how 
sad it is that Corey Davis uh, retired. However, we kind of mentioned in the beginning here that maybe it's not the end of the world because of what the Jets did at the wide receiver, right? We, we went out and signed Lazard. We went out and got Hardman. We got Randall Cobb, who's Rogers' boy and who has been pretty active in training camp the last couple of days. And shout out to him for having another kid. So the, 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 the Jets addressed this already, right? And then we do get the $10.5 million to kind of pick up on that. But just as Jets fans, it, it's sad because Corey Davis was with us through the bad times, man. And as as usual, through uh, when it's uh, when it's the bad times, you want, especially if he's around, especially if he's loyal, you want him to be uh, back around when, when, when it counts. So it's kind of tough. It sucks that he's not around. Is, is it possible that he does come back though? Like, is that is that a real thing? I mean, we'll see. I got to mention Thomas Morstead and that little piece by, since we mentioned Randall Cobb, I got to talk about Morstead getting into it uh, after he, after a PAT running to the sideline, man, what a stark difference from last year. I mean, we have veterans all over the place. I, I was lucky enough to like chat it up with Justin Hardy for a second. Uh, I kept calling my old pro after he was so gracious, like signing things for everyone. I just wanted to talk to him. He's just telling me how the vibes are different, man. He and he's another one that's like been around, and he was around with the Saints, like teams that win games. It's going to be an interesting year. I'm really excited about it. I'm really excited about this preseason game. The 53 cut roster is going to suck. Uh, uh, I'm really not excited about who's going to get cut there. I am happy that it's not going to be broadcasted on Hard Knocks. Uh, it really is inhumane uh, the way they do that. However, the season is starting. I mean, I can't, I can't tell you guys how many times I have asked Siri how many days until week one for the Jets. Uh, I am, I cannot wait for that Monday Night Football game. It's going to be emotional uh, from a Jets standpoint, from a country standpoint. Uh, you don't have to wake up at 9 a.m. that day and get to the parking lot. You could, you know, have a normal day. I mean, I can't remember the last time uh, we had a, we had such an important primetime game like that. It's going to be really special on September 11th. And I remember last season talking about how the Jets-Bills game was one of the best Jets home games I've ever been to. It, that was, a, you know, the game we hurt uh, Josh Allen on the UCL injury, and he kind of wasn't the same since. We beat him. We beat the Buffalo Bills with Zach Wilson. I mean, we it was that was it was a I think ten and a half point spread that game. Uh, I remember you know getting chirped in the parking lot about that. You know they were missing Poyer, uh, they were missing Milano that game, but we won with Zach Wilson. Now the Bills are in some sort of turmoil. We're still not sure if Von Miller is going to be there. You know, it's DeMar Hamlin's first game back. Stefan Diggs, who knows if he wants to be there or not. Uh, it, it's, it's, it's going to be a really, really fun week one. And I can't believe it's right around the corner. 
It really sucks about Corey Davis. I, I, I hope he's still around the team, though. I really hope that he's still involved with the squad. That would be such a huge plus, not only for him, but also for the Jets, in my opinion. I also really hope that we don't panic and make a stupid move to try to replace a Corey Davis. I think right now we're good. Again, root against the Bucks, root against the Raiders. That way, by the trade deadline, maybe we could give him a third round pick for a Devontae, for a Mike Evans. But for if right Devontae now, comes, John, real quick, if Devontae comes, who's changing whose number? Well, Garrett Wilson wants to go to five. He's going okay. to five next season. He's about he's going to be G five. Oh, I'm ready for it. All right, just. Throw but it then Morset's going to have to move. It's going to be it's it's, it's going to be a, a domino effect. But I was saying, who who let Moreland wear 33, dude? Did nobody call him yet? He's wearing 33 today, walking around. I I don't know. I what like, is he just telling Cook like you better pay me? I don't know what's going on there. I don't know, dude. There's a lot of numbers that I feel like I'm getting a little old, a little long in the tooth that some of these numbers are driving me nuts with some of these players. Like who, like Bridgewater wearing 50? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Like, honestly, yeah. Like, that, like stuff like that's just, like, crazy. Like, you know, we got pass rushers wearing 11. We got wide receivers wearing five. Like, what are we doing out here? <laughs> we have our punters wearing five, but Michael yeah. Hardman's wearing six. Which is, yeah. That one so drives me nuts. Go, what's going on? So... That one's a tough one for me. That for me, that's every time I look at that, I'm like, what? Something weird is happening. <laughs> every yeah. time I see Hardman, he feels like a player on Clemson for some weird reason. Wide receiver number six, like he feels like he's a, he plays on Clemson. But yo, 100. percent Do you care if we beat the Giants this week? Since we are playing our starters and they are playing their second and third string, also, nope. are you worried? about kind of using game plan against a team that you're going to end up playing during the regular season. Usually, we don't play the same team in the preseason or the regular season. The Giants just happen to be that one every four years. No, not concerned about either of those things. I've said all preseason, the only thing I'm concerned about is staying healthy. We come out of this game healthy. I think that's a huge win in my eyes. Um, the Giants, I think, are going to be pretty good. I mean, we're talking, we'll check out winning picks weekly. We'll have... Uh, NFL conference previews probably starting next week. And I think Giants are going to be sneaky pretty good, man. They got some pretty good draft picks over the last two years. Saquon's back. You know, they, they won the playoffs last year. I think people forget that. Get, get Maybe get on a little roll here for the New York Giants. Uh, some pretty good odds on that division. Just throwing that out there. I agree, Greg. And honestly, if you're in New Jersey, there's a season awards and there's really, really good odds on a little parlay. You can't parlay. Again, this is some winning pick weeks, winning picks weekly talk. Yeah, it's teaser, though. You can't parlay uh, multiple members of the same team. So I can't, for example, pick uh, Dayball to win the coach of the year and Hyatt to win the rookie of the year because they're on yep. the same team. It has to be kind of mixed up. So I've been doing some mixing and matching. I've been throwing Dayball in a couple for coach of the year. I've been throwing Hyatt in for a couple rookie of, offensive rookie of the year, like kind of mixing and matching. So I'm also excited about the Giants. I also like their chances at the division. If you like college football, week zero coming up, we have the conference previews on Winning Picks Weekly. It's under the Knicks, Jets, ETC period YouTube. If you're here, like and subscribe for us. Uh, we're almost at 500. That helps us out a, a bunch. Uh, if you're listening on audio, uh, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, 
Let us know how we can make it better. If you can give us a five-star review, that'd be fantastic. Yeah. And we'll be back, man. It's it's almost time, Greg, where we're going to have rapid reactions, live rapid reactions after the game. It's almost time where we're having Jets and Knicks games at the same time. It's uh, Both of our baseball teams are absolute garbage, so at least we can you know, relate there to it. We are... We are yeah, yeah. getting into fall. It smells like fall. It's If you go outside right now, sniff the air, it smells you like know, fall. Yeah, in the evening <laughs> for sure. I think you were saying, I think pre-show you were saying it too, that uh, it was a Black Friday. We got Miami against the Jets, and then we got Miami against the Knicks. At the Garden. I, so that's, that's going to be a that. crazy day. And I, I'll I be, love I'll that. Be it's, just a, it's just a squish <laughs> the fish weekend all, all weekend long, day. baby. The day, this question is day. Just yeah. 24 hours of beating Miami. <laughs> and if Mike White is there and my man Berrios, uh, that, nothing would make Ugh. me happier. I mean, and we need redemption oh. against the Heat. I mean, it would be it would be such a perfect day, honestly. Right? Real quick for the- give thanks for the for for Miami. That be that really would be perfect. Yes, Thanksgiving thanks would be incredible this season. Um, <laughs> real quick in the et cetera portion of the Knicks Jets et cetera episode. Not great with Twitter. Trying to figure this stuff out. All these tweets that I'm seeing that are X, like, oh my God. X. X. All these, <laughs> uh, the X's, all these X's that I'm seeing <laughs> about, oh my God, how could the Jets give up Braxton Barrios? Look at this catch and run, all this stuff. If I need to save those for future use, say in November, maybe, or at some point in the future, am I liking those tweets to save those? Or am I bookmarking the tweets to save those? I, I I I think you should. I mean, realistically, you should bookmark them, but you should like bookmark them. Man. Okay. You should like them all. You should like every single Braxton Berrios okay. highlight, every single Mike White highlight. The Dolphins are falling apart right before our eyes. The Bills are falling apart right before our eyes. But Greg, and and listen, it's August twenty third, twenty twenty three, and I'm putting I'm putting this in the air. I'm scared of the New England Patriots. Okay, I'm scared of Bill Belichick. I'm scared of Matt Junon. And if we don't beat them week four at MetLife for the eighth straight year, I'm going to lose it. Like, I am yes. officially scared of the Patriots. I can't believe how high the odds are for Bill Belichick to be coach of the year. I can't believe how high the odds are for the, the Patriots to make the playoffs. Forget the division. Yeah. To make the play- I can't believe it's all plus. It's crazy. I mean, um, <laughs> this is... It's a movie. This is a movie. This is where everyone talks about how, you know, the devil is dead. The devil doesn't exist anymore. Everything's hunky-dory. It's time. And then the devil's always there, man. It's there. It's a new Yeah, England. the problem with this type of movie is we're in the bad spot. We're not we're not oh, the underdogs anymore. I know, that's I know. A, that's, that concerns me. You feel Dude, I'm way. very concerned about New England and nobody's talking about them. They're writing yep. them off. And they just got Zeke. I'm sure Zeke is not going to be the best running back in the NFL, a la Leonard Fournette, where he can't get a carry anywhere else in the league. He goes to the Patriots, and he's going to go to the Pro Bowl. So, yeah. Garrett Blunt-type <laughs> season loaded in now. So next episode for the Jets, it's going to be – I mean, it's going to be – we're creeping up on the preview. Uh, we're going to see if we can get uh, the, the full schedule out so we can see uh, the wins and the losses officially. Yep. And that's it, man. We out. Any last words? No, let's go Jets. I'm very excited for this week. J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, Jets. Man, I can't wait to see our symbol, right? Yo, yo, last, last, last thing. Did you see this? Did you see the symbol in Woody Johnson's office? No, I saw the chain. I didn't see the symbol. So it's a Jets logo that we've all been talking about as fans and fantasizing about on X, better known as Twitter, for the last maybe five years, where it's the same same new oval that we have. Yep. 
but inside it says Jets, but it has the the plane above the above the you know the jet the old school J over over it. So it has a little bit of the old school Jets inside, and then the uh, the new school outside logo. And he's got it hanging up in his office, or he had he's it like on a piece it, of paper. Dude, he's got it in a huge like centerpiece molded like wall feature in okay. his in in his office. Okay. It's like mirror shiny. Ooh, I like the sound of that. I have to ch- go look that out on X. I'm excited for I'm excited for the new jerseys next year. I'm excited for the Garrett Wilson number five next year. It's gonna be oh, man. Let's go. JTS. Jets, Jets. Jets. End this preseason, baby. End it. Stay healthy. 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 <laughs>